0: Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that lets you on the inside of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Join us live Tuesday nights at 7 Pacific or by podcast anytime throughout the academic year. Listen live at blogtalkradio.com slash GNAC Insider or by podcast each week over iTunes or at our conference website, GNACsports.com. Now, here are your hosts. Kevin Young and Evan O'Kelly.
1: Happy Tuesday night. Nice to have you with us tonight for GNAC Insider. Tonight, we're going to bring you up to date on some activities around the conference and some exciting ones. We're also going to talk women's soccer and men's basketball with special guests tonight on GNAC Insider. Thank you so much for joining us, whether it be live on Tuesday nights at blogtalkradio.com slash GNAC Insider, or whether you choose to listen to us at the website, GNACsports.com, or on your iPad or your iPod or your iPhone or whatever device you might use to listen to podcasts. However it is you listen to us, we're certainly grateful, happy to have you with us tonight, and we've got an exciting show for you. We're going to be talking about soccer tonight as the season for women's soccer, men's soccer, too, culminating here, very exciting time of year. We're going to bring you up to date on the first championships of the season. We have the men's cross-country, women's cross-country conclude with a championship event, We'll bring you up to date on that and also have some news for you about a potential new member to the GNAC out of the city of Portland. So lots of exciting things going on tonight here on GNAC Insider, and we're very happy to have you along with us tonight as we broadcast live on Blog Talk Radio. And that's your opportunity, should you wish to, to call in with your own question or comment to any of our guests. The telephone number is 347 Eight five five eight four two six. 855 8426 That's 347-855-8426. And it's your chance to call in and speak to one of our guests. So let me tell you what we've got going for the show tonight. And again, thank you so much for being with us. We're going to speak with Chuck Sekera. Uh, Chuck Sekera, as you probably know, is Seattle Pacific's uh, women's soccer head coach, had a terrific career. SPU has won four straight matches, now 12-4 and four, uh, coming into uh, this week's play. And they've just qualified for the GNAC uh, championship tournament. So we're going to talk women's soccer with Czech, uh, Chuck Sekera early here in the show. And then we're going to be joined by Rusty Osborne, Alaska Anchorage men's uh, head basketball coach. We will be talking about uh, the upcoming men's basketball season. Uh, Last week, we had the head coach of Seattle Pacific, Ryan Looney, with us. So we're going to continue with men's basketball, kind of a preview there. And then Amanda Rose Johnson, who's had a tremendous season, one of the top goalkeepers in the uh, uh, GNAC women's soccer. She uh, had went like six, I think she had six uh, shutouts in a row. So uh, we're going to talk women's soccer as well. Very happy you're with us here, on uh, GNAC Insider. Waiting for our co-host here at a moment, um, who's done such a great job. I'll tell you, you know, it's hard to to know how much uh, preparation Evan O'Kelly puts into the program here. And uh, sometimes when you've got something like live radio over the internet, it's a bit of a new technology. And sometimes uh, that's a little bit easier said than done. But he makes everything uh, look very easy. Here I am. Yeah, I just got on here, and I got a Chuck standing by. Uh, are you ready for him? I sure am. Super. All right, I'll bring him live. Okay, great. Thank you, Evan. I think we've got a, our interface isn't showing that we had Evan with us, but uh, and it sounds like not only do we have Evan, we also have uh, Coach Sekera. Coach, are you with us? I am. Hey, Super. Thanks so much for joining us. I was just saying, you guys uh, have really been playing terrific soccer here. Uh, tell me about your play of late.
2: Yeah, it's been consistent. It's been at a high level. Uh, We've won four in a row, and you know, I just think that we finally have uh, some injuries taken care of and kind of have a set lineup
1: and a set system. Has it really been a matter of getting healthy?
2: It really has. It's allowed us to kind of have the same lineup three or four games in a row for the first time all year.
1: Tell me about that lineup. Tell me about your players.
2: Well, you know, we start seven hundred classmen. We've got a younger team, but um, we've got some really talented kids. We've got a midfield that I think ranks as well as any midfield in the nation as far as keeping possession. Um, we've got a back line that uh, is, is very strong, um, led by Shayla Page, who I think was uh, all-region as a freshman last year. And I think we've got one of the more athletic goalkeepers in the conference in Natalie Harold.
1: Wow, so you really, and not only is your team playing well, but you've got a young team.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We do. And I, I never like to look at it that way, but if you look at it out on paper, when you start with an underclassman, that, that's exactly what it is.
1: You had such success there. How would you compare this to some of your better teams? Uh, Division two national champions in 2008, I know you set the bar pretty high there, but tell me about how you would compare this team to some of your more recent teams.
2: You know, it's really interesting, because I I tell people this, and that I think we play as good a soccer as any team I've ever coached at South Pacific. And we've had some great runs, and, you know, uh, two Final Fours back-to-back years and three and four years, and this team plays great soccer. It's been a little bit of a different year where I think you coach long enough in the game of soccer, you see some things go both ways. And we've had some weird breaks this year go against us, and it's just one of those things. But I, I love how my team plays, and I really feel confident that, on any given day, we can play with anyone in the country. I really feel that way about this team.
1: sometimes is there something good to be gained out of you know like having adversity that the <laughs> team can kind of toughen up as long as you're still in the race?
2: Yeah, there is. I think that's where you see us right now is that you know we, we lost the game on an own goal, you know, and that happens in soccer. no one means to do that and, and kind of a, a, another kind of a, a weird goal we gave up prior to that game, and, and, you, and you just got to keep believing in who you are, and that's what we've talked a lot about is it's just our belief system, you know, what we believe in will bring us success every single game. And I think the well, kids are they're, starting to really believe that, yeah.
1: I mean, they're, they're, that's got to, I would think, bring a team together emotionally. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think so, absolutely. I think you can feel it, and I think when you start to talk about this is how we're going to change things and this is the run we're going to get on, and it starts to happen, it, you see the confidence grow, because to be honest with you, I, I, I mean, I reached sat down and said, we, we need to win our last six games. And our team has responded incredibly well. And I, and I really said, if we do these two or three things, we're going to win our last six games. And we're on number four here. We won our fourth. And now we're on number five Thursday.
1: So tell you know, me about this week coming up.
2: up. Well, Simon Fraser... Um, has a great history as a program, you know, former NAI national champs, and they're always dangerous, and those teams that maybe sometimes aren't having the exact season they want certainly want to end on a great note, and I think when you play a program like ours, I think it can make you feel like you end on the right note if you can knock us off. And then Central Washington beat us the first time we played them over at their place and played great, and so, uh, you know, we've got our hands full there, and we certainly want to have a better game on that day than we did last time. So um, two quality teams and two quality games, but certainly... Um, we're excited about playing at home, and we've talked a lot about that. We feel very comfortable at home and have always played well at home.
1: You know, on paper, it almost looks like if you wanted to design a schedule and design a season, this would almost be how you'd want to finish the season.
2: Yeah, we'd love to be at home at the end. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, could you talk about that? It's a little bit of that light at the end of the tunnel, isn't it? Like if we can get through these couple games, there's light at the end of the tunnel to go back home and finish it off right in front of our own family and friends and, and fans.
1: That's really exciting. Hey, I want to ask you, we're going to have Amanda Rose Johnson, uh, the Western Oregon the goalkeeper. You guys uh, had a pretty good game against her. She's had a terrific season, though. Tell me about her as a player.
2: Uh, she's been good. Um, somewhat of a surprise just because, you know, it's a new player in the conference as far as um, her stats and, and her, her stats are as well. But she's certainly given that team a lot of confidence and um, I, I think uh, has just had a great year. She is hard to beat. She's got great size. Um, athletic, and I think I uh, moved quite well. But I think that she personally has given that team a lot of confidence. When you can look back and see a keeper like that making those kind of saves and knowing that she can, you know, every once in a while pull one out of the net that should have been in, uh, that allows you to play a little more freely, and that's what I see in that club.
1: Uh, that's very exciting. Coach, hey, thank you so much for being with us. Let me just have you um, talk about one more question. That is, overall, women's soccer play in the G-NAC. Now, you've been there for quite a few years. Tell me how you think women's soccer has developed in the conference.
2: It's grown immensely. Um, there are days when I wish it hadn't. Um, I like <laughs> some of the days when we really dominated so many teams so easily, but there's just not an easy game anymore. And, and that's, a, that's a tribute to the coaches that have been hired in our conference. And to be honest with you, I mean, I, I, I do appreciate a lot more, and I think our, our conference has certainly garnished a lot more respect. But it is so much more difficult and at such a higher level than it used to be Team to team, there's just not a there's just not a given any guineas anymore. It, it's a lot. It's a lot more competitive.
1: Well, I know you've got to focus on this uh, week. I appreciate your <laughs> your time uh, joining our show this uh, tonight, and and wish you a very successful conclusion of the season. Thanks, Coach. Oh,
2: thank you much. Have a good night.
1: I, you too. I sure appreciate it, Coach Sekera, Seattle Pacific University Women's Soccer Head Coach, and what a great finish to the season. Uh, you know, I mean, gee, a finish with six straight wins, if he can finish off with uh, victories in the last couple of games, a uh, great year for the Falcons. We've got a great show coming up, uh, thanks to Evan O'Kelly joining us. It's funny, you, you can't see what I'm looking at here, but uh, Evan's doing such a great job. Intuitively, he must have known that I could not see uh, what's going on here in our little studio, uh, uh, but uh thankfully, he's got everything worked out. So thanks, Evan, so much. Uh We're going to have... Uh, a conversation about men's basketball in just a moment. And then we're also going to hear uh, more about soccer and the player we just talked about, Amanda Rose Johnson, coming up on GNAC Insider. Now let's take a trip around the GNAC. In Anchorage, the Alaska Anchorage cross-country team was named GNAC Team of the Week after winning the team and individual titles at last week's championship meet in Monmouth. This marks the second year in a row that Alaska Anchorage has swept the men's and women's conference championship titles. In Portland, the GNAC announced that Concordia University of Portland has been granted full membership to join the conference. Pending NCAA approval, Concordia will begin playing a GNAC schedule during the 2015-2016 academic year. In Seattle, the Seattle Pacific University Falcons women's soccer team punched its ticket to the upcoming GNAC championship tournament, November 7th through 9th. Joining the Falcons will be Western Washington, Central Washington, and Western Oregon. Moving to California, the Azusa Pacific football team is enjoying sole possession of first place in the GNAC standings after winning a rematch against Central Washington on Saturday. Azusa Pacific now sits at 6-1 after beating Central Washington 24-17 to avenge a loss earlier in the season. In Bellingham, the Western Washington women's soccer team jumped to number 11 in the NCAA rankings this week after a pair of victories. Meanwhile, the Western Washington volleyball team fell two spots in the top 25 to number 10 after going 1-1 one and one last week. In Burnaby, the Simon Fraser men's soccer team moved up to number three in the latest NCAA rankings and remained in first place in the GNAC standings after two wins last week. And all of the Red Lions student-athletes of the week for the period ending October 27th can be found at GNACsports.com.
0: GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, highlights, statistics, and profiles for all 10 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC TV. GNAC Insider will be right back.
1: In old school terms, like when football players wore leather helmets, it was called getting your bell rung, high impact shots to the head. Today, we know a lot more about concussions, and one reason is an engineering team over at UAA.
0: This is an important project because we're learning that if concussions are not detected and left untreated,
3: they can have a dramatic impact on people later in life and possibly lead to dementia and severe depression.
2: In a nondescript basement laboratory in the engineering department over at
1: UAA, soccer balls are shot at a researcher wearing an electronic mouth guard that measures the impact of the ball in his head the invention is patent pending and could a lead to better forms of protection and b allow instant diagnosis not just for athletes but for our troops as well innovative concussion research just one of the amazing stories being written every day at the University of Alaska Anchorage and speaking Welcome of you back uh, to uh, Kevin. Insider. what's that uh Evan Well, I was just mentioning, speaking of UAA, we've got our next guest lined up, and he's from none other than UAA itself. Excellent. Hey, thanks so much. Evan O'Kelly joining us uh, here on the show, along with uh, Rusty Osborne, Alaska Anchorage Men's Basketball Head Coach. Coach, thanks so much for being with us tonight.
4: I appreciate you guys having me. How's your evening so far?
1: It's going very well. How about yours? It's probably getting a little bit uh, change of season up there a little, I would think.
4: Well, we, we've had uh, we've had some rain and wind, but it's actually a beautiful evening tonight. It's about fifty degrees, and and uh, it's uh, it's been a very nice. Uh, it's been a little little rainy, but it's been a nice warm fall for us. No snow on the ground yet.
1: So you're entering your ninth year as head coach at Alaska Anchorage. Been there a long time, twenty-three uh, years with the basketball program, and this year you're uh, ranked second in the preseason poll. Looks like you got a pretty good team.
4: Well, we, we've got some we've got some pretty good parts. We we returned two uh, all-conference kids from last year, a first team uh, and a second team, and then we had a uh, a second team all-conference kid who was sitting out as a redshirt. He was a, uh, a civil engineering major, and uh, it was at that point in his academic uh, career that that uh, some class conflicts were going to were going to start happening last year, and so uh, he took the year off from basketball uh, as far as as far as games. He practiced with us every day, but didn't travel and. And, uh, and so now he's back. He was our uh, second-leading scorer and, and uh, one of the better comp players in the conference two years ago. And so uh, Travis Thompson's his name. So uh, we have three all-conference kids back, and uh, we have two other starters uh, from last year. Um, but but uh, we need to find some post players who can, uh, who can play in this league. Uh, we're, we, uh, we lost our starter from last year, and so uh, we're hoping somebody will step up in that position.
1: And so tell me, uh, who are your prospects to step up at, at the post?
4: We have a, a, a six-nine kid, uh, Brad Mears. He's a junior college uh, transfer from Snow College. Uh, if you look at his numbers, that's a little misleading. His statistics from junior college. He he played for uh, he played behind a a young man who is uh, playing high major basketball this year, and so um, he, he didn't get uh, quite as much time uh, and ability to score a lot of points. Uh, but he's a very talented uh, player in his own right. So. We think right now he's, he's the front runner. Uh, he'll probably start the season at, at that spot, and at 6'9", 230, 240 pounds. Um, we think that uh, with, with natural progression, um, he can give us a, a good player to compete uh, at that position within our league um, and add him to uh, some of the kids we have coming back uh, as long as we can stay injury-free. Um, we think we have a chance to compete very well.
1: Well, you're certainly going to get uh, some exposure to a great program. You're playing Brigham Young University Division One uh, this weekend. You know that's a, that's a tough way for a group of young kids uh, to start the season.
4: Well, it is, but I, I think it's also those opportunities are, are, are a lot of the reasons that the kids come to play here. Uh, we 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 play uh, three, four, five Division One games each year. I get to test ourselves. Uh, we're actually we're actually five and four against Division One teams over the last three <laughs> years, uh, and, uh, and and so that. That's the challenge that our kids like to step up. It, it's good for us. We've got three kids with Utah connections, and we even have a trainer with Utah connections. So uh, we get a chance to take them back, and, and their families can see them and see them play. Uh, but it also uh, we'll test ourselves right off the bat um, and, and see where we're at. Uh, it, it'll be a big challenge. Um, they're much bigger than us. Uh, they're going to be a uh, you know top twenty, top thirty Division one team uh, before the year's out. And so. Uh, it's a big challenge, but but we start the season with big challenge in the Disney Classic, uh, uh, along with SPU. Uh, all three of us, I mean, both of us are, are stepping in with three really tough games there at the beginning of the year, and so we needed a, a challenge to get ourselves ready for that. And thankfully, uh, uh, BYU was uh, was nice enough to invite us, and and uh, you know our kids are looking forward to it.
1: And Montana State Billings also in the uh, the Disney uh, tip off. That that is really kind of a, a nice way to showcase how strong GNAC men's basketball is, don't you think?
4: I think it is. I think our, our our conference has become one of the, if not the top, one of the, the top two or three conferences in the country. With uh, uh, with Western winning it a couple of years ago, uh, with us having uh, two teams in the, in the final uh, final ranking in the top five um, last year uh... you look at, at the west coast and and uh, if you can get out of the west region uh, you've got a legitimate shot to, to go to the finals and, and
1: uh, uh... it's very
4: competitive uh... very good players uh... good mix of, of high school kids who who come up through the programs mixed with some some division one and junior college transfers and, and uh... there's not a night off in the league uh... you know that if you can compete with the best in the league you can p- compete with the best in the country and so uh, hopefully both us and, and the SPU men and, and the uh, the Montana State Billings women can go down and, and represent our conference well uh, next weekend down in Anaheim.
1: So I know I, I feel like I'd be uh, missing something if I didn't ask you about the Great Alaska Shootout, the Cars Safeway Great Alaska Shootout. Uh, tell me about this year's event.
4: Well, it, it is our signature event. Uh, it, it, it's the oldest, uh, it's the longest-running uh, tournament uh... continuously in college basketball right now and it's the only uh... what you would call a, a exempt event uh... that's left that's run by an ncaa member institution and so uh... our school and our our community takes a lot of pride in it the community is very involved uh... we we of course don't have the uh... the level of teams that we used to with the proliferation of those tournaments across the country uh... but we've got really really good teams that are that are going to uh... to make some noise in the ncaa tournament I think Harvard right now, uh, uh, believe it or not, I guess five years ago, if you have said that, uh, people would have uh, looked sideways at you. But but they've got a great team coming back, and they've got two starters from two years coming back. That I think that uh, people think that they've got a chance to, to make it to the second or third weekend in the Division One tournament. Uh, we've got some really good teams, uh, Indiana State and, and Tulsa, uh, teams like that who are, are going to be uh, at the top of their... Uh, conferences. Uh, we've got TCU from the Big 12, who who we open up with um, on the first night. Uh, we've got some West Coast teams. We've got Pepperdine coming up from the West Coast Conference, who a lot of teams follow uh, because of Gonzaga uh, and the University of Portland uh, in the Northwest. And so it, it, it's a it's a good field. Uh, it's a competitive field, and uh, you know, once we can can get past the Disney and, and then our own little Division II tournament. Uh, our kids will uh, really be looking forward to competing in it, and uh, our community is uh, is looking forward to it also.
1: I'm sure the team and the community are greatly looking forward to where you're going to be playing your games next year.
4: Oh, yeah, it's an exciting time here. You know, we, we have played in, in, a, in a place that uh, we do our best with, but it it has been, uh, if not the smallest, then, then uh, the second smallest of all the 30-some teams in the West region. Our, our gym holds about 800, 850 people. It's the only gym that we have on campus uh, right now. So scheduling is, is a huge concern, not only for us, but for our visiting teams. And uh, uh, you know, the, the, the new arena, the Alaska Airlines Center, is going to be a special place. If it's not the best uh, Division II arena in the country, again, it, it'll be in the f- top five or so. Um, you know, and it's not just the, the, the playing surface and the playing arena itself. It's all everything that goes along with it. Um, you know, they really looked into hosting events and, and, and hosting visiting teams. Uh, all our sports are, are located in, will be located in that. All, all 11 of us will have locker rooms in there. They'll have extra locker rooms for visiting teams. Uh, if we host tournaments, there'll be uh, plenty of locker room space without having to Kick our own teams out, and and uh, our sports medicine, our our uh, our strength and conditioning areas are going to be first class, and and uh, it's just a tremendous. We're, we are a young institution, you know. I think this is only about our 37th, 38th season of uh, of intercollegiate competition, and and uh, we've been on the national stage, but we haven't been there all that long in comparison to to some of our brethren like Seattle Pacific and and, and Billings and and Western Washington and Central, who have been around a long time, and, and uh, you know uh, our our university is really growing. We're, we've we've uh, we've put up uh, two, three beautiful buildings just in the past few years. The Alaska Airlines Center will uh, will open up next year, and then right in the parking lot for for people who have visited our gym where they've parked before, uh, we're putting up a a beautiful new uh, engineering building. Uh, we have a great engineering, civil engineering, mechanical engineering program, and. And they're going to have a new facility, also. So exciting time here, at UAA, uh, with new facilities, and, and uh, uh, you know, hopefully that uh, you know teams that will come in will will enjoy playing there. Not too much, uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I think they'll enjoy the facility. And uh, I think again, it'll just it'll just help our conference. I think uh, uh, you know Commissioner Hagel is doing a great job. Uh, I think the schools are all doing a great job. Uh, we're, we're all getting better trying to improve ourselves and now we've got uh, uh, hopefully they get the approval of, uh, a really nice university in Concordia out of Portland. Uh, looks like they may be joining our league. We're excited about that. And, uh, you know, we, we, we take a lot of pride in the way we compete all across all sports, uh, not only here at UAA but within the conference. And, and uh, you know, uh, hopefully that uh, uh, the, the conference can take a pride, uh, a little bit of pride. Uh, in our new facility also, and uh, uh, we're looking forward to it.
1: I'll bet it's been really something for you to have been there for the bulk of the 30-some years that the athletic program is existing. You've been there for the majority of that time. What what a thrill it must be for you to see where things are headed.
4: Oh, it it is. You know, I came in, and and we had about about 500 dorm rooms on campus. Uh, You know, we were really a commuter-based school. Uh, People came to school and left you know you didn't see a lot of people walking across campus and now it's just uh it's changed drastically you know with new buildings going up all the time uh campus is becoming centralized uh and uh you know we we've got uh, close to 1500 now uh, dorm rooms on campus so we really have a campus feel uh, the uh the arena will really be a connector a unit for the uh for the community it'll be a place where people can gather and and uh really connect all of campus and, and uh I think as we move forward here over the next ten years it's just gonna continue that way and, and um uh, uh it uh, it's uh it's a double edged sword I think. It, it it's great to see the progress but uh but it also means I'm getting old.
1: <laughs> Plus the expectations are probably going up too, huh the- <laughs>
4: well I, I think uh I, I think that with a new new place uh, hopefully it will uh it will help us all uh, in our recruiting aspects and and uh help those of us who are who are trying to to win conference championships help us lure that that talent to uh to, to help us do that but uh, there's no guarantees you you still got to work hard uh and uh, we've had a lot of success with a with a relatively inadequate facility and so we, we've just got to make sure we continue to work hard and not take things for granted just because we're, we're moving into a little nicer place. Uh, it, you know, Nobody's going to give us anything. Everybody in our conference uh, works hard, and, and, and we respect everybody, and, and we know that if we let up, uh, you know, we, we're going we're gonna to sink really quick. And so uh, we'll take pride in the arena. Uh, we'll show it off. Um, but uh, we know that uh, that in itself uh, is not going to guarantee us anything.
1: Well, I wish you the very best uh, of the upcoming basketball season and look forward to talking to you again sometime. Coach, thanks so much for being with us.
4: Hey, I appreciate you having us. I appreciate you uh, bringing up all the the nice things uh, uh, that are happening on our campus. And uh, uh, good luck to to, to everybody who's finishing their seasons and uh, to everybody who's about to start.
1: Well, you just had a cross-country team do pretty well over there too, huh?
4: Uh, coach Freeze has done a tremendous job. He, uh, he puts a lot of pressure on the rest of us coaches, but uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's nice pressure. We'll take
1: it. Very good. Hey, thanks so much, Coach. Rusty Osborne, Alaska Anchorage men's basketball head coach with us tonight on GNAC Insider. And just going to mention something for uh, Evan O'Kelly. Evan, uh, we're going to go a little long in the show. Very exciting for me. We're going to have Amanda Rose Johnson, the, one of the top goalkeepers in uh, women's soccer in the GNAC, uh, joining the program here in just a moment on GNAC Insider. Now we take a look at the upcoming schedule this week in the GNAC. In football, second-place Central Washington will look to recover from a loss last week as it hosts Humboldt State on Saturday in Ellensburg. Dixie State travels to Burnaby to take on Simon Fraser, while Western Oregon hits the road to challenge first-place Azusa Pacific in California. In volleyball, a wild week full of upsets left five teams in contention for first place with one month remaining on the GNAC schedule. Key matchups this week include Alaska Anchorage at Western Oregon and number 10 Western Washington hitting the road for tough matches at Central Washington and Northwest Nazarene. Moving to men's soccer, first place Simon Fraser will look to avenge its only loss of the season this Saturday as it hosts Seattle Pacific. Meanwhile, Western Washington can keep its postseason hopes alive, but will have to beat two tough opponents in Seattle Pacific and St. Martin's in Bellingham. And in women's soccer, first place Western Washington will square off with second place Central Washington on Thursday, while third place Seattle Pacific plays host to Simon Fraser. Western Oregon looks to rebound from its first home loss of the season last week as it travels to Montana State Billings on Thursday and wraps up the
0: season at
1: home on Saturday against St. Martin.
0: Fall is in the air, and you know what that means. Fall and winter sports. With more than 40 hotels throughout the West, why not take a road trip with Red Lion Hotels and follow your favorite team? With flush pillow top beds, free Wi-Fi, restaurants and lounges, we want you to stay comfortable. Visit RedLion.com for the lowest rate guaranteed. Red Lion Hotels are proud supporters of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hit the road with us. Red Lion Hotel. There's always a Red Lion nearby. With ten institutions in five states and one Canadian province, the Great Northwest Athletic Conference has established itself as one of the premier athletic associations in NCAA Division II. In its proud history, 71 GNAC teams have recorded top ten national finishes. With national titles coming in men's basketball women's soccer, and men's soccer. Covering one of the largest footprints in the NCAA, GMAC members include University of Alaska Anchorage, University of Alaska Fairbanks, Central Washington University, Montana State University Billings, Northwest Nazarene University, St. Martin's University, Seattle Pacific University, Simon Fraser University, Western Oregon University, and Western Washington University.
1: And speaking of Western Oregon University, we're very happy to have with us Amanda Rose Johnson, Western Oregon uh, women's soccer player. She is a goalkeeper who's had a tremendous season. Amanda, are you with us? Yes, I
3: am. Thank you so much for having me on the GNAC Insider tonight.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us. Did you have a chance at the beginning of the show to hear uh, what uh, um, our our first guest in the program, uh, Chuck... Secura, the uh, Seattle Pacific uh, women's soccer coach, had some very kind things to say about you.
3: Oh, he did? Um, actually, no, I, I missed that. I just got on time for the
1: second. No problem. Um, well, what he so- said was he thought that, that, that your play in goal has just meant so much to your team's confidence. You know, that, that you've had a lot of great saves and that the team, you know, just as a unit, plays a little bit more aggressively and with a little bit more confidence knowing that you're in goal.
3: Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much. That was very kind of him. I, honestly, I come out every game playing my hardest, and I hope the, the whole team is playing their hardest, and I think that's what really helps everyone's confidence. So,
1: Well, tell me about uh, the defensive side of the team uh, for the Wolves.
3: Um, I really enjoy having our defense. We have our flat back four, and honestly, I think all of them are key players. We have Peyton on the right, Rachel Crawford on the left, Brooke Steinberg right in the middle, and Becca Holland, and they are four key players. I think I need, we need all of them in the back to, to be there for us, and they've been winning all the balls in the air, and I can't say I would rather have anyone else back there. They, they do everything they can.
1: Congratulations on making the GNAC tournament for the second year in a row. That must be exciting.
3: Yes. We are very excited as a team and I think is the most exciting just to bring the program forward after having well, the program, so many years. Yeah.
1: The program really has moved forward. I mean, uh, the job Steve Anchetta has done. Tell me about you know the growth of the team. You're in your junior year, so you've you've seen, I'm sure, quite a bit of uh, improvement in the play of of the team while you've been there.
3: Yes, I really have. Steve Sanchez has been a great coach, and he really pushes us to play harder and play with our heart every game. And I think that we know as long as we play with heart and as long as we give everything we have out there, that if we win or lose, that that is what happened we gave everything we got and he has really pushed us school wise and soccer wise and I'm very happy to have had him as a coach
1: i would think that the mindset of your team is is around defense i mean to look at the uh, standings of the gnac women's soccer and you know a lot of the goals for are are in the the 20 30 range you guys have 19 goals this season but goals against western washington's allowed only 5 you guys have allowed only 6 a lot of teams have allowed upwards of 20-25 goals. You've really got to have a defensive mindset entering every game.
3: Yes, we do. I think we start from the forward. Everyone is playing defense the whole game, and I think everyone goes out there and it wants to get the ball back, and defense is our first – that's our first thing we want to do is to play defense, and then once we get the ball, then we change our mindset right into offense. But it's Tell always about defense some- first.
1: Tell me about some of your offensive, you know, the talent the team has on offense.
3: Um, I would Makana Pundike is our leading goal scorer, and she has done a great job for us this season as well as last season, and she's been, been running every ball down and just getting there, and she's been a really great key player up front, and I'm really glad to have her up there.
1: We're really glad to have had you with us tonight. I really appreciate you joining us. Amanda Rose Johnson, Western Oregon women's soccer goalkeeper. Thanks so much for being with us, Amanda.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Great to have you here on the show. We are out of time tonight, and we're glad to have you with us tonight on GNAC Insider.
0: Thank you for joining us on GNAC Insider, the weekly update on the student-athletes, coaches, and events of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific at blogtalkradio.com slash GNAC Insider or listen at your convenience throughout the week at GNACsports.com or subscribe to the podcast over iTunes. GNAC Insider is a production of Soundbrook, creating revenue streams with digital audio.